0: Welcome back. You're watching Stockwatch with me, Juliette Talevi, and joining me to take your questions this evening are David Shapiro from Sassman Securities and Wayne McCurry from f Wealth and Investments. If you'd like to send us questions, please SMS 41392, email stockwatch at bdtv.co.za or tweet us at businessdaytv using the hashtag Stockwatch. David, Wayne, good evening to you both. Wayne, nice to have you back with us. Um, pretty good day for the All Share Index today or the, j- the lo- local market closing almost 1% of the good and the rand doing quite nicely. Uh, Do you think that's in any way an expectation that the Reserve Bank is going to hike rates more than expected tomorrow, given the fact that we seem to be worse than expected on inflation? Or is that an irrelevance in what happened on the market?
1: Yeah, look, uh, I must say the inflation number is nothing to worry about. You know, with the RAND at, what, 1705 and oil down at 85, 86, we're going to see a big cut in petrol next month. And then when they measure that in the inflation number, it'll all come down. So we don't have to worry about inflation. Um, the RAND strengthening, I think, is the case of more dollar weakness. I think that trend has now turned. Mm. And, you know, within the next year, 18 months, we'll probably see the RAND below 16, maybe even 15.50. Um, and... To be honest, and I think on a, on a, on a medium-term basis, we mustn't pencil in significant rand weakness. I think this big cycle of emerging markets and uh, developed markets has been only developed markets up until a year ago for the previous 10 years. It was only US dollar and tech shares. I think that cycle has changed and emerging markets won't do as well as what they did between 2002 and 2008. But I think we must not, as I said, not, cancel, not pencil in significant rand weakness over the medium term. The Reserve Bank's going to increase, I think, by 0.75. Uh, I don't think they are going to do half a percent. There's hmm. a lot of talk now about 1% because of the inflation number, but I think that's totally off the cards.
0: Yeah, I actually think they're going to do half a percent, but anyway, maybe we should take a couple of bets um, in, yeah, in the break. Side bets, yeah. Yeah, side bets, yeah. Um, David, there's, I think there's a lot of people wondering you know, um, who are waiting to, to put their money offshore, buy offshore shares. I think I'm one of them. And just looking at the rand where it is, I mean, you saw it actually dip below 17 at 16.99 at one point today. I mean, I, I, I concur yeah. with Wayne, but I don't know if, it, I, if it's more wishful thinking on my part than sort of um, a really informed view. But would you hold back a bit and just wait?
2: I, I, sure, it's going to happen because you've got the conundrum because as the Iran strengthens, it means that global markets are picking up, inflation's coming to end, the normal story. So so by holding off, you're missing the gains in shares. So you've got to find that balance which is so, so difficult. But I think we're going to reach it soon. Um there's I, I, I have to say though, as we get into the year end and everybody starts coming out with their forecasts, the outlook still remains extremely confusing and you're getting <laughs> So many different views, right? and, and seriously different views at at both extremities. You know, so um, it's it's still a very confusing picture out there. But the market is pointing. Uh, you know, the market is much steadier than some of these views um, anticipate. So I like what we're seeing at the moment. I like the fact that the S and is over four thousand. The other thing, just just reiterating what Wayne's saying. You know, you've got your ten-year U.S. bond at three point seven two. Go back two weeks. That was at four twenty, and and that's a massive, massive fall. You know, and it's same in the fives and the and the thirties. Yeah,
0: I, so that's yeah. also
2: pointing towards a weakening dollar.
0: Yeah, okay, yes. So many um, so many things to to keep one awake at night as you ponder mm-hmm. the the future direction of your shekels. Um. Just before we get to questions, you know, there were quite a few results out today and one of them was obviously Nusspass and process. And I don't know if you had a look through the numbers. Um, I, I just, I find it hard to, to take it without a large pinch of salt when they say their um, uh, businesses continue to deliver strong growth when everything is going backwards uh, in mm-hmm. terms of earnings. I mean, I suppose the one thing that maybe should cheer the market is they, they seem to talk about peak investments in the tech businesses, which hopefully means that the money has now been spent um, and the losses, theoretically, from that should reduce. Wayne, what did you make of those numbers?
1: Well, look, I mean, it depends on which earnings number you look at. And <laughs> Dave and I have spoken about this often. You know, earnings either disappeared or halved, you know. <laughs> so yeah, And this is a growth company, but we understand it has changed and we've obviously seen that change reflected in the share price. It's good news that it's full, you know, full investment. They're at the peak now, which means they're not going to continue investing this money because they can't. There's mm. not that much money left because 10 cent share prices come off. You can't issue shares. You can't really sell off too much more or 10 cent because it's not worth what it used to be. Mm. And so, I mean, those heady growth days are over for all tech companies, not just, not just Pass process for the whole shooting match. I mean, I read a very interesting article today that was headed up. You know, tech has a midlife crisis. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and every tech company is cutting costs left, right and center and firing people. I mean, you, could you imagine that a year, a year and a half ago, a year ago? It didn't happen. Um, but Tencent and uh, a nice person process is still critically dependent, essentially, on food delivery. I think it's going to work. But that's the unanswered question. The rest of the businesses aren't doing too badly. They're either in some sort of cash flow positive or or generating profits, etc. It's the food delivery business, and they've just spent another billion dollars buying out minorities. And I'm sure they are all very happy that they just eat thing didn't work because they would have bought that at the absolute Absolute top of the cycle.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you talk about midlife crisis. Well, one tends to do some very stupid things during a midlife crisis. (laughs) Either like getting, I don't know, it used to be a growing a ponytail for men in the 1980s and buying a ferrari hopefully that's uh that's changed somewhat but it doesn't negate the fact that one can do um silly things hopefully you do the mature thing as you say uh cutting jobs I mean, david did you have a look at that did it make you think I, did it make yeah, you think yeah i'm a
2: lot i'm more skeptical on this whole thing because i always do my my little segmental chart and even though uh the contribution from tencent was significantly down it's still made up 167 of uh, of processes trading profit. So all the other businesses took away 67, you know, including the the food delivery, which seems to be the best. So I, I'm saying, when will those businesses, you know, we're getting to peak investment? Admittedly, uh, you know, when you look at uh, uh, they they tend to write off their amounts that they're spending straight away. But I mean, it's going to take a long time. Uh, before those businesses can make a dent into what uh Tencent is contributing. Mm. So I look at it and say, Nah, <laughs> you know, this is uh, <laughs> there's still a long way to go. I don't like to see figures with brackets around them. You know, when you see figures yeah. uh, figures with brackets, it means that's a loss.
0: Yeah. Yes, we completely, you know, and, and, and to have the gall to say that your businesses are showing strong growth in the beginning does, does my head <laughs> in slightly, I have to say. Okay, fair enough. Um, there's a question that's come through on MTN, and we've spoken about it a fair amount, but the the question has at least two question marks behind it. There is nothing else to the question but the the name of the share. Um, Wayne, I think there's a lot of, confusion as to why it's come down so dramatically or if it's just purely linked to the oil price because we you know it had the most phenomenal start of the year i mean mtn at one point um uh, was just um off to the races um Mm -hmm. and and as you can see it's stuck below 140 rand a share
1: yeah i think it's just maybe a bit of a return to reality i mean it was seriously cheap before the big run but, you know, the consumers under pressure, we all know this, you can look at, you know, Telcom, and I know you can't really compare the two, but Telcom didn't even grow their mobile customer base. Mm. You know, the number of subscribers. You know, so live stuff out there, and I think it's just a bit more of, of reality coming back to the, to the share price.
0: Yeah, actually, let's talk, uh, yeah, uh, David, maybe your thoughts on MTN? You seem to be quite positive on MTN, actually.
2: You know why I'm positive? Because if you looked at old mutual results, you know, everybody wants to get into banking. But if they're going to get into banking, it's got to be new banking, you know, fintech banking, something that... Not marble halls or marble columns like we used to go and where you stand behind the grid, you know, and wait for the teller to come and help you. I believe you used to be a teller in your youth, but <laughs> so you know, was. it's it not was. this. <laughs> it's not like the Kalani branch of NetBank. It's much more high level than that. And I've always thought that companies like MTN, uh, Vodacom, and so on, the big ones, could really, you know, are, are really could be leaders in that kind of modern banking because they have just such a wide reach. So I'm, I'm still waiting for this to happen, you know, but, but if you look at what, what Wayne said, you know, they've come back. In fact, we're at a level that they were in 2015. Yeah. You know, the price that they're trading at is 2015 price. I mean, with ups and downs along the way, so it's taken a long time to realize what we're hoping will be realized
0: yeah you but know? certainly better as as wayne pointed out than sort of 40 rand a share which is what yeah. you could have picked it up in during the time of the crisis uh, yeah. i have to say it was the it was the standard bank branch in Kalani bank. Yeah. and i have to tell you uh, david the old bobbers who used to come every yeah. day and ask for their statements were the most terrifying <laughs> woman i've ever encountered <laughs> This is why I didn't last very uh, long as a teller. It must be uh, those
1: are my aunties, you know. Those are all Shapiro's aunties, yeah.
0: Well, I tell you, <laughs> they make up for a very uh, formidable tribe.
1: Um,
2: then, no, you a, see them trying to park their cars, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: okay, so there's a question which, on a facetious note, um, but hey, this is the show, um, um, It's and, and people with good memories. Julietta, four years ago David picked France to win and he was correct uh what is his pick for these games um as your stock pick so i suppose maybe i should have asked that towards the end of the show but that could be the cliffhanger uh, you can think about that in addition to your stock picks tonight maybe you've got to pick a a, a country uh, that's going to win this world cup how okay. about that okay it's, it's so, not going to be
2: germany <laughs> <laughs>
0: no it <laughs> doesn't look like it at this point i mean Telkom actually does talk about open serve so of course they were MTN walked away from the deal to buy Telkom. And, and it's and interesting how they talk about open service specifically being been set up as its own entity. In other words, they would be looking to do something with this business. I don't know, to merge it or sell it. I mean, you know, it's, it's, hardly, a, it's hardly a groundbreaking clue there. But do you think there is still some possibility that something might ha- happen to Telkom? Wayne?
1: Yeah, look, I think there actually is. I mean, Telkom you are mm-hmm. buying a very large asset base and client base for quite frankly, very little money. So I, it might just be part of MTN strategy to walk away and see who else comes to the party and then come in later with a lower bid, etc. Exactly, etc. Et but what, what I'm very convinced of is that Telcom and Celsi are not viable standalone businesses. So that doesn't mean they're going, they're going bankrupt tomorrow. But the amount of capital investment you have got to put into this system, especially with 5G coming along, is beyond their reach. It's truly beyond their, their reach. Mm. So, as a result, you know, you're know carrying, I don't know, 60, 70, 80% of your customers' data and calls on someone else's network because you've got to have a deal with one of the two other bigger players. And there's just no margin in that. There's literally no margin. Mm. So, I mean, you, you can see, you can see Telcom, massive negative cash flows. Mm. You know, they, they said in the results that, you know, it remains top priority to return capital to shareholders. And that's why maybe they've got uh, the, separate businesses they might want to sell off to raise some capital but I mean they've been on a dividend holiday for a while now and I yeah. can't see that stopping in the shorter term.
0: Well I mean it's the third year of um, a yeah. three year dividend policy suspension period and the board remains committed to reinstating the dividend policy at the end of 2020, 20, uh, sorry, 2023. You can't see that yeah. happening given what's Look, happening to you, cash flows you, in the business. You,
1: You've got to compete in this game. You need seriously large pockets. I I think the other point is
2: that they need to grow the mobile side, the data side, the other side, much faster than being dragged down by the legacy side. It's still a wait. You know, you were hoping, yes, that continued to unfold that or just, uh, you know, let that die. But they still got to keep it going. And uh, I think the big problem is that the other side is not growing fast enough. I, I, they should have done that MTN deal, you know, even though it didn't suit MTN or MTN couldn't care yes. because I, I, you know, to have walked away from that, I don't think uh, is going to help them. And we've seen it in the numbers. I, I think those numbers were very poor and not what we were expecting either. I thought we would expect a lot better, and and a lot of it is because of there's just no more growth. There was. You know, growth in customers as Wayne well, said was just flat.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think uh, Telcom walked away from the deal. I think MTN walked away from it. Uh, Be-
2: uh, yeah, because they were stubborn, you know. They wanted yeah. to talk to everybody, you know. I'm going to, it's like uh, one of those reality programs where you choose your husband or you choose the bride, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'll decide later. Yeah.
0: I mean, if you had to see Rain do a deal with Telcom, would you still want that to take place? And, and RAIN specifically, which uh-huh. is, of course, a, a, the only way that you can access RAIN um, through a listed vehicle would be African mm. Rainbow Capital. Yep. But if they were to do a deal yeah. with Telkom on the basis of what Telkom has produced, would you be quite nervous? And would that have a commensurate negative effect on African Rainbow Capital, do you
2: think?
1: The, the, RAIN yeah. has got some seriously big backers with lots of money, but even they haven't got the kind no, of got that money. No. They haven't got that kind of money. No,
2: no. And, and and rain is also it's uh, it's like a satellite type business you know it 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 hasn't got its own towers it hasn't got its own infrastructure it it's also reliant on on the other providers hmm. so i you know i think rain's is right you need big big money to in this game yeah
0: Okay. Then there's a question um, which asks, which listed companies are big on providing alternative energy in South Africa? This includes providers of inverters and lithium batteries, uh, which seem to be doing quite well with all the load shedding. Not that many, sadly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can't think of any, to be honest.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, you you know, you've still got Ellie's, which we haven't spoken about for years. (laughs) Um, Yes. Uh, They're selling
2: generators, yeah.
0: Yeah, but that's uh, generators and inverters. I I
2: don't know. I suppose, I don't know what Invicta and Udeco and companies like that who were were in that business many, many years ago when we still had electricity, but it was used for (laughs) other purposes, you know. But um, I I haven't seen anybody in that area. I think most of the companies providing that are, are private businesses, and you know, very decent small businesses, but nothing of a of a major you know of of major concern. Uh, we did have a few alternative energies, but they seem to have faded out. I don't know where they are today.
0: Well, I suppose there were companies that came into play, mm. you know, following the sort of the construction oh. listing boom and also the boom that we saw in the Independent Power Producers Program, the initial one, and then yeah. of course it was stalled in the later part of the Zuma regime. And <coughs> I mean, consolidated infrastructure was a classic example of a company that that was just tripped up by mm. expectation of work taking place in South Africa that didn't materialise, and then problems in Africa. Um, but just on lithium, you know, there are uh, okay. So not the suppliers of lithium batteries, but but the miners of lithium. You see, Sabanya Stillwater. It's this is its kind of its yes. next play. Um, yes. They are canny deal makers. Um, is that something that you would back, if, or you would want to see in, in a mining company if that was going to be your, uh, you know, if you were going to pick a resources stock, that you'd want to see them involved in the extraction of these battery metals? Wayne? Sure.
1: Look, I, I mean, this might sound crazy, but I'm not convinced that battery is going to be the winner in the move to electric. I battery, there are inherent problems with batteries. So, it might be the viable alternative now and may remain the viable alternative or the only real alternative for the next 10 years. But after that, I think it might be hydrogen, it might be batteries, you know, fuel cells. I'm not convinced that battery is the future for electric. I, I, there are truly inherent problems with the battery that I think other technologies may do. Significantly better than battery technology going forward. So I, I, I wouldn't like to see a mining company invest its future its next thirty years into lithium production. Mm. Mm.
2: David, I, yeah, it's um, it's it's a difficult uh, it's it's difficult to find those company. Glencore and has got it's cobalt, it's nickel, it's copper. It's lithium, it's all of those combined, I think, that are regarded as the modern minerals and BHP, everybody's looking to go into them. Um, I, I think the better way is to, is to find the, the lithium battery makers. And unfortunately, I think the biggest ones are in China. And it, it's not easy to access them. But I think a lot of investment is going to be made in lithium batteries, you know, simply because China has a dominance there. So I know Wayne. You know, for the meantime, it is the leader, but you know, the same as Betamax. Remember Betamax and VHS and all of yeah. those. You know, anything can happen uh, in 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 industries. Mm. You know, we have so, talked
0: about Tesla for a long time. Actually, and we've talked about Elon Musk and we've yeah. talked about Twitter, but we haven't talked about Tesla um, in, in terms of not its car production, but its its alternative energy mm. supplies would either of you consider tesla at this point and i'm not entirely sure what's happened to the share price in in recent months right. but it's it's certainly um not where it used to be i mean it's sub 200 dollars a share um is it something that would interest you it's up six percent today incidentally
2: he's nuts you know <laughs> i just i i don't like to invest in people of that nature and you know just totally nutty you don't know what he's going to do next you know, I mean, he's he's concentrating on Twitter. Hmm. What for? You know, he should be watching his um Tesla and that. And the problem is if he takes his mind off, he might have very competent people, but He's not the kind of manager, you know, you, 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 you manage your managers, you look at your managers, you see how they conduct their lives, etc. He's not somebody that I like to invite for Shabbos, you know, he's a bit of a, he's, he's, like, he's too cuckoo, you know?
0: <laughs> Look, I mean, there's always a mad auntie in the family, so he could, he could play that particular role if he wanted to. <laughs> I don't think Elon Musk is being invited to many Shabbos dinners <laughs> right now, Certainly not amongst yeah. his backers. Um, Wayne, I mean, you know, it's a good point. You, you take your eye off the ball of, of what is a, a difficult company to, uh, I mean, Tesla, you know, has, no. has a huge potential, um, but this is a company that must require extraordinary amounts of management time. And now, you know, yes. y- you're on an
1: extraordinary capital w- and tangent. Mm. you've eventually got to make a profit as well. I mean, any company, it doesn't matter what company it is. No matter how much new tech, new flyer, new companies will have to make a profit eventually, otherwise the companies disappear. So, I mean, if you talk about, about, uh, about Twitter, the only reason why he actually did the deal with Twitter was he announced it, then he had mm-hmm. second yeah. thoughts and he tried to back out, and eventually his lawyer said to him, you cannot back out, it will bankrupt you, that he bought it. Then he's worked out, "Hey, yeah, he's got to cut costs by 50% for this thing to be profitable, and so he's in there but yeah i i'm as i you know i've i've been accused of being a luddite <laughs> i'm always a little bit cautious about new age stuff
0: yeah Very so i
1: would back off a little bit
0: okay um questions are slow tonight so i'm not sure if everyone's just got end of year fatigue or no money or watching the football and we'll get to that in a bit but they're watching the football right yeah. too.
2: <laughs>
0: That's, That's Um uh,
2: Now, at, le- at least Spain are looking good. Thank goodness. Thank goodness.
0: Uh, I yeah, mean, three you know,
2: yeah, I mean, my are. poor
0: husband drove off in a fury after Germany <laughs> lost to Japan. So. <laughs> I'm um, uttering profanities, but there, there were a couple of results that came out this uh, today, and yeah. I just wanted to ask if you had a look at Rhodes Food at all, because, yes. you know, there's, <clears throat> the results seem to be very good, and yet the market sold them off a bit, or, or yeah. I mean, you could say, actually, maybe that Rhodes Food is just really ignored, um, and, and yet you've got this plethora of food groups on the JSE, You've got Rhodes, you've got Libstar, you've got AVI, you've got Tiger Brands, and then you're going to get Premier Food, so you've got a, a huge yes. range of options. Wayne, I mean... Yeah. Any sure. View, Look,
1: interview? I mean, AVI, AVI is a little bit different. You know, they're not purely food companies. Same as Tiger's is a bit different. Rhodes Food is actually a wonderful company. It truly is. But it still nevertheless remains a food company. Now, they've benefited, in my view, they're benefiting from food inflation. They've got margin increase. Huh? You know, so they, they've got huge sales growth and it's not all volume. I know there was a recovery in canned goods, etc., cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm, I'm inherently sceptical about food companies in general. There's so, so much beyond their control that management can do to keep the company on the right track. You know, people involved in, in direct retail, you know, you can adjust quite quickly. You haven't got big manufacturing plants. You can be fairly nimble-footed. So, I've always worried about food companies. I mean, I'm very happy that Premier is coming back to the market, I think, to give some choice. But, I mean, maybe everyone's just tainted after all the escapades ex- that Tiger had. You know, food yeah. companies got a bad name. Because it was a good set of results and the share doesn't look expensive. Yeah. I think one of the points that we have to be conscious of all the time, whether it's
2: sugar, whatever it is, especially in food, is, is uh, you know, it's going through Rhodes' uh, numbers. And they made a huge profit because the Greek peach crop failed. So, So... Yeah, so of course they had an excessive demand for peaches and canned peaches or whatever they do export. Will that be repeated? Will yeah. the Greeks no. come back? No. You know, and 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 those are the issues always when you're dealing with uh, with food, which is a you know commodity. And uh, so in in this case, it it, it favoured them. Whether there's a fear that this won't be repeated, I don't know. But on the face of it, very good numbers. Yeah.
0: Okay, so there's a minute left. And they make good pies, eh? Yeah.
2: Hey? They make good pies. Good pies. They they a very nice
0: love yeah. a rose food yeah.
1: pie.
2: Mm.
0: Okay, yeah. so we have a minute, and you've got to give us a stock pick and a World Cup pick. Wayne?
1: Yeah, I think I have I might have done it before but I'm going for Coronation. The results are mm-hmm. out, earnings are down, everything looks bleak, but this share has got a very low rating and it's an extremely good asset management company. And the results came out when they were still in a bit of a bear market. You know, and any improvement in possible. the market, I, I, I would buy it. Uh, yeah. Choice, I mean, I'm not a big soccer fan. I'm not like Shapiro, who lives, breathes, <laughs> sleeps, <laughs> eats soccer. But why not Argentina? I think i will get woken up after losing to Saudi Arabia. I mean, it's bad enough Germany losing to Japan, but, you know, Argentina losing, I, I think is going to be a big wake-up call in that whole team. So why not go for Argentina?
0: Okay, so everyone can mark our picks. Uh, David, how about you?
1: I'm going for England
2: ah great team a lot of good youngsters there plenty of depth and they're keen you know they play they're playing with conviction so they haven't done it since 1966 <laughs> yeah. it's going it's it's going to happen this time they've got some really good strikers there so I like them
0: okay and you're uh, in 10 seconds oh, oh there, you are. Big
2: sales salesforce not for this year for 2024 um, okay company that's been hurt a lot it's it it ran come back on that but I think it's a superb business I think that will you know this year will be flat in profits but next year 2024 I think they're going to shoot the lights out yeah Okay. But go for England.
0: Okay, all right. Good thing that we've run out of time because I have no idea who to pick. Uh, David, Wayne, thank you very much for joining us this evening. David Shapiro is from Assassin Securities. Wayne McCurry from f and Wealth and Investments. And before I let you go, remember to tune in tomorrow at 10 o'clock. We'll be bringing you the live presentation of Gauteng's medium-term budget policy statements by Finance MNC, uh, Jacob Mamabolo. That's here on Business Day TV at 10 o'clock. <laughs>